This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's business cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp software collects and verifies receipts automatically, which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P dot com slash easy. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real-life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. Hey, welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. It's Mother's Day week. I can't even believe it. Mother's Day week. There's a lot of crap going on at my house, as always. What are you doing for Mother's Day this year, Seth? Oh, my God. I don't know. Are <laughs> I got you some kidding? time. Did you I forget? Couple it's days. Mother's Day? I know it's Mother's Day. I got mothers. I'm married to a mother. I got lots of mothers, okay? I got a stepmother. So I'm gonna, I'll take care of business. Don't worry. But um, I got something funny to tell you. Okay, what? Um, as, uh, we, as people who listen to the show know, I had some, uh, neighbor issues. Oh no. No, no, it's, this is funny. It's okay. okay. It's more, it's more making fun of me than anything to do with her. You know, uh, we felt strongly that she was taking our mail and everything. We forwarded our mail to a PO box and then I bought a mailbox like with a, with a key, you know, for future, you know, we want our mail to come back to the house. So I, I have the mailbox, but I couldn't find the keys anywhere. They got separated. So, of course, I blamed everyone. I was like, oh, you threw it out. The kids grabbed it. Something happened. Where are these keys? It's driving me crazy. So, we're in the playground today with uh, my daughter. And it's still bothering me. This is like going on for weeks. And uh, I said, why wouldn't I just put the keys on my key ring? And I reached in my pocket and I pulled out my keys. And sure enough, there's two mailbox keys on my key ring the entire time. I'm... I, you know, I have to start eating better or something. I think I'm starting to get like that dementia, Alzheimer's or something. I don't know. Oh, you know. dude, that so sucks. Did you blame your wife and the kids? I blamed everyone except myself. Oh, yeah. I hate when yes. I do that. Did you That's own up right away or no? Oh, I thought it was hilarious at this point. It's just, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> I just said, well, hey, I'm old. I'm a lot older than you. So you, know, you need to cut me some slack. <laughs> Did but you buy it? Uh, no, she thinks it's hilarious too. So now she's never going to let me live it down. So, oh man, I hate when I do that. When I uh, when I'm like, somebody moved it. I know they moved it, and blah blah blah, and bleep bleep bleep, and you put your hand in your pocket, and there it is. Yeah, you just lose your mind at some point, right? Yeah, totally. Ah! <laughs> so, did you put the mailbox up then? Not yet. I because uh, I borrowed my brother's drill because I can't find my little drill, and. And I had to give it back, but I I did put a a, a lock on my uh, my studio door, so now I can work in peace. Oh. So that's good. So my next, I have to get my drill back and drill in the mailbox. Wait, dude, are you so, still looking? Are you still looking for a home? 
and I'm looking to put a mailbox up. Oh, I got other I, things. I, I, in, you know, no, eventually. Yeah, I'll be moving soon. Some point. Oh, I didn't know if you were like actively looking for a place or something. Well, you know, Powerball's like really up there right now. So it is. I don't follow the lottery. It is. Oh, no, I forgot to buy tickets today. Oh, I guess I'm still poor. Okay. Okay. Never mind That's then. I guess I'm poor too. Did it go <laughs> off tonight? Uh, it went off tonight. I don't. Or it's going tonight. I don't know what time it goes. Yeah, we're poor. Yeah. Let's face it. Well, I got to tell you, I broke my toes. What? Yeah, I dropped a six by six. What was that a piece of wood? Yeah, six by six. I had flip flops on. I'm power washing the deck. I have moved this wood a million times, a million times, because I use it to anchor down the house that I put my um, firewood in all winter. So I moved it off the deck like normal. Then I moved it from off the deck into the driveway, like parallel, so I could finish power washing everything. Damn it, Seth. I don't know. I have no clue, but it slipped That's out terrible. of my hand and bounced. And I had flip-flops on. It oh, was, my God. Yeah, it's one of those pains where you all right, or First of all, first of all, you know, I'm really sorry this happened to you. It's terrible, and I hope you uh, have a speedy recovery. But never, ever, ever do any kind of outdoor work with flip-flops on. Not even power wash your deck? No. Uh-huh. I know because you, know, oh, you get wet, so what? Just you know, be more careful, whatever. Wear shoes you don't care about. Yeah. You can't do any kind of work with, with flip-flops on. Yeah, it's not. Maybe drop the gun, you know, and drop the gun on your foot. Yeah, ser- seriously. I, on. It was one of those um, where you're in so much pain when it happens. Like you don't look down and you don't make any sounds. Like I oh, ran wow. through every curse That's horrible. in my head that I could run into. I was like, well, you know, it is what it is. You're right. Actually, it's my own fault. Like who wears flip-flops when you're working outside except for me when I'm power washing my deck? Aye. But What makes you feel any better? I burned myself on the Instant Pot the other night. Oh, no, Dad, I don't feel yeah. better. Where'd you burn yourself at? Oh, my arm. Oh. But for the way I reacted, it should, it should look a lot worse. So I'm basically a wuss. Yeah. Oh, oh, you didn't just like stand silent? Oh, no, I was like, ah! <laughs> 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 yeah, I screamed. I dropped stew everywhere. Yeah, it was not- <laughs> I just stand silent when I'm in a lot of pain. Oh my god, I don't know if I can have you as tough brother Seth now. No, I'm I'm now changing my name to Wuss Brother Seth. Yeah. <laughs> it's my new name. Oh my gosh. Well, I'm super excited it's Mother's Day. And let me just tell you real quickly, everybody, mail manager mom, freaking incredible how well she's doing. She has had she had three weeks ago she had her total knee replacement. Today she made me taco salad while I was power washing the deck. While you're breaking your toes. Yeah. Like, it was amazing. Like, she's been doing stuff. Like, she's got a great attitude. She's, she's bionic. She is bionic, dude. I'm worried. I'm I am worried. seriously worried. She just really rocks it. I'm just, like, really surprised. That, like, people are like, wow, she's really doing great. And I'm like, I know. I, I think male manager mom has, like, innards of, of a machine. She might be. She might be um, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. Watch your back. I better watch my back. Anyway, today's guest. I was so honored that this person was going to be our Mother's Day show guest because uh, th- this is a woman we've admired for her beauty, honesty, and confidence in front of the camera and on television. But tough brother Seth and I admire her for her beauty and bravery, even when there's no cameras around. A 
fabulous supermodel, a guest host on a TV show, The Doctors, and a regular on this fall's new, brand new talk show from Dr. Phil and his son, Jay McGraw, titled Face the Truth, Mm. as well as a proud single mother of three. We welcome to our show, our dear friend. She's been on our show before. She kicks butt. She's on our show again because she is absolutely one tough mother, Rosie Mikado. And welcome. We have Rosie Mikado, a dear, dear friend of ours. She's been on our show before. We're just honored that Rosie's doing our one tough Mother's Day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mother's Day. Oh, my goodness. right. Has this year not gone by so quick? Girl, you have been so crazy busy and so many fabulous, fabulous things are happening for you. I'm just so stoked that you took the time out to be on our show. Oh, you know what? I I, I love what you're doing. I love your energy. I love everything that you're creating and manifesting. So, you know what? Congratulations on everything. I'm just, I'm so happy to be part of your journey as well. Oh, thank you, honey. And congrats to you. Tough brother Seth and I are like, whoa, Rosie's really kicking it. (laughs) Way to go, tough mother. Oh, wow. So let's talk about our Mother's Days. So, Rosie, like me, you're a single mom, right? I am a single mom with three beautiful kids. It is not the easiest job in the world. But you know what? I love my kids. Um, I think being a single mom and balancing a career and life and just everything that life um, throws at you. God, sometimes, you know, I'm just going to keep it real. Sometimes you want to run. Sometimes you want to celebrate. Sometimes you want to love. And sometimes you just like, shh. I need just like some quiet time. Um, it's it's such a mixture of emotions being a single mom. It's crazy, right? I used to say to my kids, don't bring shame to my door because if you screw up, I'm the only one they have to blame. <laughs> <laughs> love it. Like I can't I say, well, it's it. all about him. No, it was all about me. Oh, God. So yeah. how old are your kids? My kids, I have, God, I have my young boy, which is Alex. He is 10, going to be 11 in October. Valentino is going to be 12 next uh, next week. My daughter turned 18 and she's graduating in next week as well. So I'm literally going into New York, coming back, flying to LA, fly back to Vegas, do a graduation, do a birthday party. If people only knew the chaos, I'm going to be like on no sleep doing all these things because there are huge responsibilities that I've taken on. And it is important that even though my schedule is crazy, even though I'm tired, that they feel loved and honored on such special achievements and special days. Right, right. How does it feel you're going to have somebody graduating high school? Oh, my God. I think it was like when I saw her cap and gown and saw, you know, everything she, she got with it. It was just one of those moments that she's a senior. She's been at that school since preschool. Like she started at the age of three and she's been there know 15 years now and at the same school and I have hustled so hard to keep her in private school I really it was such a huge sacrifice to send her there and I'm just it's just you look back and you say you know all those hard moments as a single mom all those moments that you know there's moments that I, I couldn't make ends meet that I was like I have this I have that I have so many things pulling in different directions moment that I lost my business and I was just struggling I figured it out and it was by faith and God's blessing and favor that I'm just so proud that she's invested the hard work. She's seen how hard I've I've worked to get her to this point, but you know, it's also her, her dedication and discipline to honor my hard work and, you know, honor herself and saying, I'm going to do this. I'm going to graduate from high school. I'm going to go into 
have the clarity of going into college and want to become a psychologist so I could pay it forward. I think that moment is where I'm so excited just to see her blossom, grow, and just really understand her purpose and be passionate about the future. I know. It's, it's, it makes you feel like you've done something right, right? I know. With all the, with all the screw-ups that I've, 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 all the screw-ups and all the bad decisions I've made, I've made lots of good decisions, but you know, all the, all the bad decisions that I've made along the way and the painful ones and falling down and getting up, it was, you know, this is a moment where I'm like, you know what, thank you, God, for allowing me to see, first of all, this moment, to see this journey, but also thank you for giving me the strength to get this far because it's not easy. I'm telling you, that as a mom, there's just moments that, there's moments where you, it's hard to make ends meet. Um, I have my son who's special needs, the therapies and everything go into it. I would not be able to do it without my family. Um, getting to a point of success where you're like, all right, I'm doing it. But now it's like sleepless nights, drive to LA, drive back, um, see my kids, quality time, the sacrifices that come along the way. And to be able to see all that and just see it as a blessing, as a lesson learned. And there was moments where I just sat down and cried that I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. Am I doing things right? Um, you know, and there's also moments of unbalance. Like I was working too much and it wasn't enough time with them or I was enough time with them, but I didn't feel fulfilled. There's just all these emotions that you go as a single mom that sometimes I feel like we don't get real and talk about. I agree. You're finding, and you're finding your way. Like I have an 18 year old. I don't know what the next six years, I'm declaring that she's going to be successful and that she's going to finish her career. She's going to get, she's going to finish her schooling, graduate from, from, from university and, and go into a career and, and just, impact others and just really live with purpose and faith but you know life throws you a whole bunch of curveballs and what those curveballs are going to be I don't know and I just I just I, I don't know like now it's like you you have a 10 year old and they're one personality you then you have a 12 year old their personality grows and changes then a 15 year old and then it's a new personality and it's you're constantly growing as a mom learning every stage a stage along the way and by balancing like you learn how to, okay there now she's 18 She's growing in, in, into a woman and, you know, she has her moments that she's learning. But then I have my 10 and 11 year old and they're different personalities. And how do you balance that? One needs one thing. The other has different needs. How do you fulfill all those needs and then still live a life with purpose and fulfillment that you feel accomplished, that you feel loved, that you feel excited about as well? Um, it's, it's, it's tough. It really is a huge responsibility. It's day and night work. It's, um, there's a lot of sacrifices, there's a lot of happy moments, there's tears, there's anger, there's frustration, there's celebrations, but I think we don't as mothers and as single mothers, just as mothers, let's just leave it as mothers, we don't get honest and real enough to be able to talk about all those things. I, I agree 100%. It's amazing that you are because when it comes down to it, you're always questioning. I had four, I was always questioning, was I giving one this was I giving the other this and then then there, when you have someone with special needs then that becomes oh my gosh am I over focusing on him and the other ones don't feel it I mean I can't even imagine walking that walk and talking that talk because just myself when I'm doing it I've been thinking to myself okay I'm done I can't do anymore I'm just I've got to stop and they question sometimes why can't you get a normal job why can't you just oh. Oh, of course. They don't understand. Mom, why do you have to travel? And that's one of the things that comes up with my son. Mom, why do you have to travel so much? You're lucky. You get to go to Philly. You get to go to New York. Mom, you got to go to Mexico. You get to go to New York. You get to travel all the time, Mom. And we have to stay here. And and then I look at my son. I was like, baby, do you know that I'm in and out of those cities within 24 hours on no sleep, red eye, so I can make sure I'm be back here so I could take you to school 
And you guys know that I turned around my trip as quick as possible and was as productive as possible, even if it meant no sleep, so I could be with you guys. Right. Until they get older, they don't understand the sacrifices until they go through them themselves. But that's all I can do. And I think share the journey of this is what I'm doing. This is what's going on. And, you know, have them see, you know, okay, I'm going to be up late. I'm writing my book. I'm, I'm investing time into getting this done. I'm working on a website. Um, I, we have a company to run. You know, there, there's just, I'm pulled in so many directions right now. But I think it's about just being honest with them and say, you know what? I love you. And one thing that I've learned is understanding their love language. And I think every single kid, just as us women have our own love language, my daughter loves quality time. She's the happiest with me when I can sit down over coffee and we just chat about anything. doesn't matter what it is. Right, right. And her second love language is when I hug her and kiss her. If I tell her I love you, she feels like we're good. Like she feels happy. She feels that motherly love. Now, my son Valentino, my son Valentino, he wants me to hug him and kiss him. That's his main love language, you know, physical touch. He wants me to love him, kiss him, play with him. You know, mom, come lay in bed with me. Mom, can we can we just sit down and can you hug me? He always wants me hugging him. And my son Alex is completely different. He needs words of affirmation. He needs me to constantly tell him how good he's doing, um, you know, praise him over the things. he he. It makes him feel good. So I really have implemented understanding those what their love languages are so they always feel that that side of is is filled like we really have that strong connection that's awesome that's amazing and rosie where did what happens to them like who cares for them when you have to travel oh my god so i'm i'm honestly i'm so blessed my mom and dad are here in vegas my dad travels a lot um my dad travels a lot i'm so sorry for that my mom my mom say my mom is here in vegas so they stay with my mom as I travel, I have a full-time nanny here that takes care of Valentino because Valentino needs assistance when he assistance when he goes to school. Um, so my kids are in private private school. He's got an assisted nanny. Um, they come back. I try to keep them as busy as possible with like Zumba classes, and you know now that it's getting warmer, they're in the pool, and just I really. I'm learning to keep them away from the iPad. Oh my God, the iPad is the devil. It is the devil. <laughs> These kids know how to maneuver things. I'm like. This iPad isn't working. And I was like, oh, hold on. And I'm like, did my 11-year-old just educate me on how to Crazy, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, we have to reboot this, Mom. I'm like, all righty then. I just got educated by my kids. I mean, there's good things and bad things. It's just it opens a whole world of cans, like a whole world of worms. And, you know, just good and bad could come from it. And you just have to be very vigilant what they're watching and Make sure that they are invested in things that are going to learn. And there's a whole bunch of there's just a whole bunch of crap out there right now that for kids and they get they get so invested. The other day, my my son opened up um, his YouTube, and literally it's like they had what was it? They had um, God, they had a oh they had SpongeBob SquarePants right, and it was literally a voiceover of some other guys, and they were just mouthing off. They were just saying all these words and. And I'm like, what are you watching? I don't, and I have the parental blocks on that. They could get past that. I was like, no, no more iPad. We're done. I don't want you watching that. And he was cracking up. I was like, that's not funny, baby. That really isn't. That's not, that's, you know, what comes into your soul. That's what resonates and what stays. And then when you start speaking, you have to, if you're going to be watching things, you have to be watching things that are going to nurture your soul and educate you and grow you. And this is, this is not, this is not a good investment. So you know, to teach the kids that. 
Right. And, and you know what? No matter what you say sometimes, sometimes I think to myself, oh, my God, they're not even listening. Like I repeat over and over and over and they don't even hear me. And then one day they turn and say what you said and you're like, oh, thank God. Like maybe I repeated it a million times over <laughs> and it finally went in there somewhere, somehow. It was amazing the way it got into their head, but it got into their head. You know what? I think just having conversations. Um, I, I'm, I'm really learning, like even myself, I don't know if you become zombified when you're like so much in your workflow and yes. you're on your yes. emails. People are talking to you, but you're so zoned in. And I was doing that for a while. I'm, I'm so guilty of that. I had just so much going on. I'm replying to emails and, and conference calls and hold on one second. And, and then my son's like, are you ever going to put your phone down? Are you ever going to talk to me? And I was like, mm, he, he's asking for attention. I was like, you know what? Let me call you back. Let, let me, he's, he's, he's asking before it manifests in a different way. He's asking for my quality time and attention. I think as parents, we have to tune into that. Um, cause we could get so lost in success and trying to create and do and do and do and do and do. Sometimes we don't just take that time to kind of breathe and be present and just five, 10 minutes of quality time. And you know what? I love you. Let me get back to this. I have to, you know, what is that you need and really focus in on them and then go back to what you're doing. And, and, and then, you know what? I'm going to wrap up in 30 minutes and really honor that. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Cause they will hold you to it. You said you're going to do this and you never do you like they are the ones that call you out on your values and your integrity. If you really pay attention to it. Absolutely. 100%. And you know what? It comes down to that. And I say this a million times over when I speak publicly or if I'm on the show, I say, talk to your kids yeah. for, for whatever, for whatever it's worth, buy them whatever you think they need or want, but talk to them, sit there uh -huh. and talk to them for uh -huh. goodness sakes. Because I think that that was such a lost art is people talking to their children. And I understand two family incomes, people have to work. You and I were single moms having to hustle, having to hustle, but you have to make time to talk. Yeah. Yeah, no, no, definitely. I, and you know what? I think it's, and, and it's, it's a really, like you said, it's a lost art. It's not about just talking to your kids, but it's, it's really about getting away in the culture that we are developed, developing our kids. Now, everything is social media. Everything is YouTube and videos and apps and Put the phone down and have a human-to-human -human connection. How's your day going? What happened? You never know. Like, sometimes you don't understand that you see your kids, like, change personality or they grow angry or they grow really happy or depressed. I know what's going on. Um, I'm thankful that I'm able to talk to my son because the first thing I do when I go pick him up from – I always try to be as present as possible to pick up my kids from school. And – I remember my son just came out and he was very quiet and I was like, something's not right. And I'm thankful that I've developed the habit because it really is about, it is about discipline and habits that create that success and that connection with your kids um, of putting the phone down and saying, how'd your day go? What's going on? You know, what'd you do during the day? Oh, it was okay. It was, it was okay. Anything exciting happened? Nah, it was just Okay. And then I found out that way, like little by little, oh, well, that's not good that it was okay. It should have been amazing. And he says, well, mom, they were making fun of me. And I said, who was making fun of me? What, what, what were they saying? And he says, they were saying that I was stupid and fat. And I was like, wow. I go, do you believe that to be your truth? And he says, no, I'm really smart, mom. Um, I am a little bit overweight, but I just feel like the way they were telling me was just trying to be mean. I said, okay, but do you believe that to be true? Like, are you taking that as, as your truth? No. I go, don't take it as your truth, baby. Don't take it as your truth. 
There's going to be a lot of people that are very mean in life. And just because they scream and tell you things doesn't make it your truth. It doesn't make it, it doesn't make it a reality. Right, right, and right. Not really quiet and he was just like really trying to understand that concept. And, and, and then I told him, I was like, baby, if, if they're just screaming at you and telling you things, you know the best thing you could do? Just smile and go about your day and keep going because you cannot react to every single person that puts you down. Now, if they get physical and they threaten your life, then that's where we step it up and we go and we figure that out. But if this constantly keeps happening, then you know what? We will address it. If this happens one more time, if they do it just once, just smile and keep going about your day because that's not your truth and don't take it in. Excellent. And you you declare who you are. You say who you are. I'm smart and you know what? I'm handsome and I'm going to go about my day. That's not going to stop me. Now, if they keep doing it, if it happens two, three times, max. Right. You don't let it happen more than two or three times. It stops there. They need to learn to respect you. You talk to me and we'll go talk, talk to the teacher. But I want him growing up learning that there has to be boundaries. And then some things we have to learn to let go as human beings because we cannot control the world. And other things we have to know gracefully how to, you're going to respect me. I will take action. I don't like the way that you're treating me. But be able to verbalize that. But also not to take the negativity that's out there as our truth. Oh, it's so that's such an amazing concept because so many kids, I mean, bullying is so, so heightened because of social media and it's such a dangerous, dangerous game they play. And in, in your situation, in my situation, when you're a single mom, that's just even more um, ammunition for some kids to, to throw at, at these other kids. And Rosie, the fact of the matter is you were a plus size model. You are a plus size model. And over the years, you've, you've defined yourself and you've, you've worked hard and you've worked. It's not been an overnight success by any means. Your kids have seen That's you here. struggle. Oh my God. I have been in this industry for t I, 10 years. Yeah. 2009. Going to be 10 years. My goodness, it has been a long road, and people don't understand that. It's been knocking on doors, getting no's, getting rejections, getting yeses, celebrating, trying what works. You know, I, I was listening to this podcast and um, by by Jay Shetty. Um, I was listening to, I was watching one of his videos, and one of the things that kept resonating, and, and I look back through all the successes and all the failures that I had, and one thing that just that I loved what he said. He goes, a winner is someone who failed several times that tried one more time. Right. Right. I love that because we're so afraid of failure. Right. Right. Especially in front of your children, especially when you have mouths to feed, especially when they're watching. I mean, let's face it, Rosie, we were both divorced. That was, yeah. a, that was just right there. It was a big, like, Oh, Oh, a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Me, so there you go. Me too. And so that was like, okay, I screwed up that. I'm not really good at this, maybe. And then you start, you know, you got bills to pay. You're having a difficult time playing them. You're losing a business. I mean, things happen and you want it, your kids to see you be strong, but it's not always that way. No, it's not. And you know what? At the end of the day, we're human. I remember one of the toughest moments for me, and I think it was my ego. That's what it was. It was my ego because I was here making seven figures, doing everything, just rolling and going, and nobody knew. Like, I was, I was like, hustling. I was doing good. And this was, this was in uh, 2000. This is when I barely started in the modeling industry. And I had other businesses going that I was doing very well. And I remember 2000, was it? Yeah, about 2008. When was it? When the economy crashed. Like, that, that whole, when the economy crashed, yep. everything, yep. I literally... My business came to a standstill. 
Like I lost just about everything. I lost everything. And I remember I was, I had to pay the electricity bill. I, 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 I was like, literally I had, I had some money come in and I'm like, okay, they're not going to cash the check until two days from now. I could, you know, figure out how to do this. And this was a moment that I was like, oh my God, I was doing so good, made the worst decisions and in investments, lost a whole bunch of stuff. And then here I am trying to figure out how to make ends meet to pay my vehicle, pay my house. And it was now winter time and I needed jackets for my kids because they, they, they really needed them. They, they had outgrown the old ones from previous year. They really needed some. And I'm here I am playing, playing, playing and trying to figure out, okay, I got two days before they cash the check. I, I, I need to get jackets and I'm going to run to Kmart and, and get them. And I was like, okay, I should be good. I should be good. And these are the struggles that nobody, I, I really feel like we, we don't talk enough about. And I remember going to the cash register and here I'm with three jackets for my kids, single mom, stressed, so stressed out. And I'm like, I can't break. I can't break in front of my kids. I cannot break in front of my kids. Run the debit card and it gets rejected. And they had cashed the check earlier than I expected. And I was like, it's cold. My kids need jacket. How did this happen? How did I go from having everything to losing everything. And I just remember that was such a real moment. I felt embarrassed. My kids were so excited about having their jackets. They didn't understand the concept of what was going on. And then my daughter just looks at me and is like, mom, is, is everything okay? And the guy just looked at me and my eyes were like, I was so embarrassed and I just, I, I, I wanted to hold it together. I just, I just had my breakdown moment there. I started crying and he was, he's like, you know what, ma'am, just, just take the jackets. Just take, it's my gift to you. Just take the jackets, ma'am. God bless you. I don't know what you're going through. And I just started crying. I was bawling. I was just like, oh my God, someone just gave me jackets. You, I gave him a big hug. And I was like, you just don't understand. I, I like, I literally like I'm losing everything. And like, even I think about it now and I'm like, oh my God, I never want to go back to that moment. It was just one of those moments that, it was one of those moments that I never want to, I never want to make those kind of decisions again. It's a moment that I failed. My kids saw me break down that I couldn't even afford jackets. And I just wanted to turn around. And I said, you know what? I need to get out of debt now. I need to figure out how to provide. I need to figure out how to get my life in order. This just goes to show that my life is not where it needs to be. And I just, I felt like a failure. I felt like a failure, but you know what? I look back at that and that was such a beautiful humbling lesson that gentleman was an angel to me and it was just a lesson that I was just like absorbed in that moment and you know what it's okay to fail and it's okay for your kids to see you fail because that teaches them that you're human and it keeps you humble and there's a lesson to learn and they also get the opportunity to see you get right back up right exactly and that's an amazing story because it's so true. I mean, we've all been in that situation where I remember standing in the grocery store and my daughter, my daughter was like three and my oldest son maybe was 10 and she wanted a candy bar. And he's like, we can't afford, no, don't ask mom. We can't afford a candy bar. And I remember thinking to myself, oh my gosh, I can't even get my kids a candy bar. Like it was yeah. that moment where you feel like this is it. Yeah. This is it. What? And then, and then you start thinking. What I'm teaching my kids that there's not enough, that we don't have enough. Right. And how's that right. going to translate into life? I came back and I just started thinking, I was like, no, 
I have to pick myself up and I have to figure out and like whatever I need to do, I need to do it with integrity and I, and I need to teach them what hard work is and I need to pick myself back up and I need to, I, I need to like just get a clear vision and know where I'm going and never let this happen to me. Let this be a lesson of being a smart invest, uh, a woman that invests and, and just making sure that I'm prepared for the future for a rainy day. And, and literally, literally it was just night to day. And, and I turn look, look back and I, it was a very humbling moment. I'm very appreciative for that because also that moment when we're making, I, I was making so much money in that moment, right before that happened, I didn't have a humble heart. I had an ego on me. I'd go and splurge 10,000 here, 10,000 there. I didn't care. Right. Do what I was doing. And then, and it, it makes you turn around and really, really look at the ugly side that we all have. Right. About that. It's like, it's like a real woman. It's like, girl, check yourself. It's just really understanding that that wasn't right. There was, there's no need to act that way. Right. Things don't make you happy. Experiences and people do. Um, and what is the ego? What, what, what are you parading around? Like what's so empty about you that you have to fill yourself with things. And it just made me really like look at myself and look at the things that I didn't like about myself and my attitude and the way that I would treat people and the way that I would react and the way that I treated myself. And it's just one of those moments of saying a humble heart goes a long way. A grateful attitude opens up blessings and these lessons happen happen so we could get grounded and really focus on our purpose. Absolutely, 100%. And you know what? These are defining moments in our lives, but as our children's lives too. Because what happens is in that very moment, you have a choice. You have a choice to lay down, take drugs, drink, or do whatever it does to numb that pain that you have and fulfill that I can't do it, I can't do it attitude that you may be carrying. Or you have the moment to stand up and go, you know what? I know what I've done. I've got to bring myself out of this and I've got to work forward for my kids. Those are the defining moments in your life that you make choices and that's what takes you further. Yeah. And, and, and if you stay in that place, there's two types of pain, the pain of regret or the pain of discipline. And the pain, you stay in that place and yours are going to pass by and you're going to regret everything they didn't do or the pain of discipline of saying this hurts so much. This hurts so much that I need to discipline myself to never come back to this. And I need to educate and I need to work and I need to align and I need to stretch and I need to just grow into that person that creates success on all levels. And, you know, for me, it was like the pain of discipline. I need to, I, I'd rather live the pain of discipline than ever go back to that. Right. I don't want to live a life of regrets because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Right. Absolutely. And then I think about my daughter and your daughter, like they saw us go through bad relationships. They saw the mistakes we made and we're honest. And, and I've said, I made a ton of mistakes. There's just, I was never the perfect mom. I wish I was the perfect mom. Sometimes I think back to it, but then I think, nah, my kids are pretty good. And well, you know what? And I think nobody is the perfect mom because sometimes we don't know what the hell we're doing. And there's nothing wrong with that. As many books as we want to read, we are emotional beings, and sometimes we react, sometimes we overprotect, sometimes we underprotect, sometimes we 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 engage, and sometimes we we do, and sometimes we just love. We're human beings, and I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves as 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 mothers that we don't recognize that we're emotional human beings 
that are not perfect because perfection doesn't exist, that we're learning, learning along the way. And as long as we are doing the best that we can, and as long as we can recognize the mistakes that we do and learn from them and grow and become better, that is the key to becoming a great parent. Absolutely. 100%. And what about your daughter? How do you prepare her now for young womanhood? I mean, relationships. And what do you tell her to look Ooh. out for and what not to look out for? Because these are huge things. I feel that a lot of the reason that One Tough Mother became so strong was in my advice column was because I think women forgot to talk to their daughters. Everybody went to work. Everybody had a job. Everybody was coming home. Everybody was rushing around. And they didn't yeah. talk to their daughters about these things. And I think it has to come back to that. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the things that I tell my daughter is like, baby, you saw me do a hundred dates. You've seen me married a couple times. I've failed horribly at that. And I own it. I own it. It was my mistake. Poor choices. Um, you can't control another individual. You can't control their values. All you can do is control yourself. So my advice to my daughter now is you've seen the heartbreak. You've seen me fall down, get back up. You've seen when I've gotten cheated on. You've you've seen so many things. You've seen me go through so many things. All I tell her is, before you try looking for someone else, find yourself. Right. right. Who are you? What do you love? Travel the world. Right. Educate yourself. Build strong friendships. Don't get worried about this whole romance and and boyfriends and that'll come in the right timing. You know. You have to be, if you, you need to know who you are to know what you're looking for. And when you are that person that you want to become, when you have lived and experienced, if you're going to attract the right individual into life, right. it'll happen. It'll happen organically. But right now, don't worry. I see the girls dating. You know, she comes, she's like, mom, everybody's dating but me. Don't worry. It's in, everything happens in perfect timing. You want to make sure that you know who you are because like that, that shows that you love yourself. You got to treat yourself with respect. You got to educate yourself. You got to hold your own. And you need to know that you're a valuable human being. You're a powerful woman. And when you can look at yourself in that way and feel like you've experienced amazing things in your life and you've seen other cultures and you've contributed, then you're showing yourself that you love yourself. You're showing yourself that you're worthy. You're showing yourself that you're powerful and that you're smart. And therefore, anybody comes in and wants to treat you any less, you're not going to tolerate it. That's perfect. That's absolutely perfect. Because you know what, as, as mothers and, and girls are so, so pressured nowadays to date oh. and wear this and wear that and makeup and, you know, yeah. it, it, it becomes so much pressure that I always felt so badly about that. And then when they see you fall in relationships, I mean, I had a horrific divorce, my last divorce, and it was, you know, I failed them. I felt miserably because it, I just could not keep it together. And you, you have to live through that and be honest with them and just push forward. Yeah. Um, you have to push forward and, and I think it just teaches them that, you know, in life, even there's no guarantees in any relationship that you enter. I think taking that, you know, that Disney Hollywood that, you know, you know, happily ever after, I think we have to take in we got to get real. A relationship is, is really giving, giving yourself love and giving someone else love and respect and loyalty and, and, and being real and being there for them and supporting another human being. And it's an investment of time and, and I, I, there's beautiful relationships out there, but there is work. There's work to be done in a relationship. And when you love someone, it inspires you to become better and inspires you to want to spend time with them. And one of the things that I tell my daughter is the reality is 
you don't know the outcome of a relationship. All you can do is when you do decide to get into one, give 100%. And if that person doesn't value you, then the right person will come along the way that will. But respect yourself, honor who you are, love yourself, set boundaries of respect. Do not tolerate anything less than you deserve. Um, and vocalize exactly what you're looking for, what you want. There's nothing wrong with that. Right, 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 right. And when you have that right person, learn to love them and appreciate them and verbalize that too. Right. That, that's an amazing comment because that's so true. But make sure you speak, speak, tell people what you're looking for. Tell your, the partner or your potential partner what you want and what you're looking for. Make sure it's known because you are not changing someone to be the way you want them to be. They are no. not changing. No, you just got to learn. Being into a relationship, you just have to come with the understanding. You have to love them for who they are. And it's a choice to want to change and grow. And some people don't want to, don't want to grow. They don't want it. They just want to be the way they are and they're okay with that. And that's their personal choice. And when you love someone, you got to learn to respect that. Now, can you inspire someone to change? That's very different. Yes, you could, you could create so many inspirations, but I think coming into a relationship, there has to be a sense of freedom that it's a choice to be with me. It's a choice to be loyal to me. And every day that I, that you tell me I love you, it's a gift and I appreciate it. And if tomorrow comes and you don't love me anymore, that you have the same respect to come and tell me, you know what? I no longer feel that way. And it's a choice to part ways in, in a respectful manner and let them go. And understand, I've, I've been the woman that's been crazy and don't talk to women and, you you know, be loyal. And I've been that crazy one. I, my daughter's seen all sides of crazy of me. I've been that woman because it comes from insecurities. And, 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 that, and that hunger to not fail in a marriage and to keep it going and, and to love and to be loyal and she's seen all those sides. So, you know, I told her, learn from my lessons. You can't control anybody. It's a choice to love. And every day that they choose to be with you, appreciate. If you, if you have curiosities, ask, if you have doubts, ask and trust and all truth will be revealed within time. Correct. Correct. That's so right. Right. So tell us about this new show. I'm so proud of you. This is so killer great for you. It's a Dr. Phil um, J. McGraw type thing, right? Him and his son. Yes, his son. His handsome son. Um, They are producing the show. Super excited to face the truth entertainment talk show hosted by Vivica Fox. Um, I love that I get to work with Dr. Judy, who's an amazing psychologist, and Ariva Martin, who's an amazing lawyer. You know what? It's 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 such a good it's such a good time. I'm so blessed. It's been so many years and working and knocking on doors. And you know what? I'm thankful for for Patty and Judy um, that gave me the opportunity to join the doctors and co-hosts, and they invited me back. And we've done so many amazing segments together. And from there, I got the opportunity to to be a part of this show and. And it's amazing because I'm coming in as a life coach and I'm giving advice of things. I've been through so many things as a mom, as a married woman, as a single woman, um, with health, weight loss, um, relationship, parenting, cultural. I mean, you name it, I've gone through so many things. And it's amazing that all that life wisdom that God's given me to be able to come to the show, come in as a life coach. You know, I've certified myself as a life coach, um, went through the whole certification process and, and, and educated myself and just really come in with that empowerment and that that passion and that love to be able to help other human beings and individuals and here and there have some good laughs and enjoy. There's a little bit of everything and I'm just super excited, super excited to be part of this and you know what? The biggest thing is is create impact and leave a good, 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 positive, loving message and, and honest, authentic truth 
to the people that are on the show and the people that are watching. That's amazing. I'm so happy for you. And where does it, where is it going to air? CBS this fall. So you won't want to miss it. Oh my gosh. CBS this fall. Well, honey, you really did it. I mean, girlfriend, you really knocked it out of the park this time. And it's a great cast. It has a great concept. And everything they touch is gold. That's all I have to say. They're just amazing. Both Dr. Phil and his son. So I'm, I'm really super, super excited for you. And so what are you guys doing on Mother's Day? Mother's Day, we're going to go to church. So Mother's Day in Mexico is tomorrow. So okay. we celebrate both. Hey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm celebrating and honoring my mom, um, my grandmother who passed away, um, you know, and just just really the, the women that I'm, that I'm close by because I am really close to my Latino heritage. I'm Mexican. And we got to honor those people and just really celebrate, you know, all those years of hard work. We are here. They came in as immigrants. And my mom's worked so hard and has instilled in me so many strong values but it's a day to honor her. Um, every day is a day to honor her. But tomorrow, you know, we're celebrating and spending quality time. Got roses for her and just got to love on her as much as possible. And then Sunday um, with my kids, we go to church, honor the Lord, of course, and go out to lunch and dinner. and Just ha have fun. Go out. We're going to get in the pool. Just really have fun and spend quality time. That's what it is. That's the simple things. It's the simple things that I am so appreciative I could do now. Oh, that's amazing, Rosie. Great job. Well, happy Mother's Day tomorrow and Sunday. Thank you. Happy Mother's Day to you. I want thank to you, doll. Doing, keep going. And thank you for keeping it real. I love when I'm able to connect um, with another woman, another single mom, and a host who's in the entertainment industry that likes to keep these talks real. Everybody could say, hey, you go, you could get it done. But also, nobody wants to talk about the reality of the dirt. When we get dirty, when we don't want to do things, when we want to run, when we want to cry. Oh, we'll yeah. <laughs> let's keep it real because this, I really feel this will empower so many women of saying, you're not alone. We've been there too. And don't feel guilty. So, so true. Well, thank you, my dear friend. I'm going to be watching for you. I'm going to be rooting for you. And don't forget the little people when you're up there. Never. There's no little people in, in, in my space. Only amazing human beings. Well, have a lovely Mother's Day, my friend. I, and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I love you. Anytime. I love you too. Much love, Rosie. Take care. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back. And we're here with our headlines and headaches. And there's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. What do we got? Aye, aye. All right, let's go um, all the way to the islands of Hawaii, the Hawaiian Islands. Hawaii. Yes, used to live there. Um, Aloha, Kilauea. Dozens of homes destroyed by volcano. Oh, this is just horrible. Uh, more than three dozen homes have been destroyed by lava erupting from the Kilauea volcano on Hawaii's Big Island, according to CNN and the New York Times. As of Monday morning, 10 fissures have opened and residents were ordered to flee amid threats of fires and high levels of sulfur dioxide gas. According to the Hawaiian Volcano Observatory, Kilauea volcano has been erupting almost continuously since 1983. Each one of the episodes lasted months to years. Wow. Wow. You know what, dude? When you're living in Hawaii on one of these islands, I lived on Oahu, and you're traveling around that island, and it's so tiny because you can like drive around the entire island in an hour and you hear that like Kilauea is like totally active and blowing everywhere. It's kind of freaky. I'd be like afraid they'd be blowing me right out of the ocean at this point. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, it's Hawaii is like a paradise, but it's also, you know, you feel like it's a, it's a potential target and it's got this natural disasters. It's like, you know, and it's an island. So it's, it could be a little scary too. Yeah, it's totally scary. It is absolutely gorgeous, everything about it. But again, you're on an island, okay? You're in the middle of the ocean on an island. Oy. All right, well, we wish, uh, obviously, uh, the best for people there, and hopefully no one gets hurt. Absolutely, or, absolutely. All right, the next story is a robot barista slings 120 cups per hour. Startup Cafe X has created a robot that's able to make up to 120 coffee drinks per hour. So what is that? Uh, that's two drinks a minute. Ah, I can do that. It's an engineering feat that may one day replace human baristas. Great. Wait, you were a barista? Could you sling that many? I was never a barista. Oh. I worked. I worked for Starbucks in in uh, their corporate building. Oh. But we did have to take classes though, and it was funny. Um, you had to like uh, make the perfect espresso shot, and we're doing these shots. And I swear to God, I was like on high on drugs. I did all these espresso shots. I was bouncing off the walls. My friend was dying. She's like, are you okay? I was like, no, I'm not okay. What is going on here? Why am I here? I work in music. I don't know. Why am I making so, so, Why am I making shots? I'm losing my mind. I was, I was literally going crazy. It was nuts. But um, so, you know, it's real, people. Okay? These shots, they're real. Okay? Just so you know. Um, anyway, this is a $25,000 machine designed by the same people behind Beats by Dre headphones. Very cool. Cool. Oh, maybe we could just blast some music. You could put like headphones on these machines, like they're and pretend they're human. Oh yeah. Hello, Frappuccino. <laughs> uh, they were also the recipient of a hundred thousand dollar Thiel Fellowship, and it's already being used in two San Francisco locations with plans to expand. Oh, Starbucks has got to be sweating it. Yeah. Uh, CBS, CNBC says that Starbucks has no plans to automate coffee preparation quite yet, but other fast food companies like Zoom are experimenting with robot technology in food service and preparation. Do you think Cuban baristas are here to stay? Join the conversation. Um, I think there's room for both. Yeah, me but, too. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. And the thing is, though, it would take the human error out because I know we've all experienced this at Starbucks where like when you just don't get your drink the way you want it. Yeah. Where it's like, even though it's the same drink you get all the time and it's not consistent. So, Well, you know, actually, I drink black coffee. Yes. If they screw that up, they're, they're pretty brain dead. That reminds me of that song by Squeeze. Black coffee in bed. Uh, do you know that song? No. Okay. Go listen to it when we're done. I will. All right. So um, that's interesting. Yeah, I think there's room for both. But, you know, if something catches on good enough, Starbucks will surely jump on that train. You know, no dude, doubt. I see it in like the airports and stuff, right? Well, like the machines places that you've got to be in a hurry all the time. But but it's like you self serve. You mean right? I don't know. I haven't seen any, I haven't seen any automatic machines. No, no. I'm know. saying I see this working in air. Oh sure, it work anywhere. I mean, it's if they make it that quick, it'd be if they could make drinks that quickly. Come on. Yeah. And then of course all the celebrities will have those machines in their house. Yes. And then the machines will take over. The world. Ah, okay, let's move on to a. a, a the next for this what is was the it? weirdest crap. I oh. can't get over we get these whenever we get these stories, I can't get over them. Yeah, last first it was Tide Pods. Now it's the latest teen trend leaves kids with second degree burns. The latest viral teen challenge is leaving kids with burns so severe some require hospitalization. The deodorant challenges dares kids to spray aerosol deodorant onto their bare skin or on, onto someone else's bare skin for as long as they can stand it. With the aerosol rapidly cooling the skin and causing a frostbite condition similar to a burn. 
A 15-year-old in South Gloucestershire, England, Gloucestershire, uh, England, is still recovering after taking part three weeks ago. The burns are so severe on her arm, she may need a skin graft. The teen mom's, uh, teen's mom, Jamie Prescott, said on Facebook, Hey, mom, what are you doing? You paying attention to what your daughter's doing? Maybe like get your head out of your butt. That's just me. That's my opinion, people. My opinion does not represent <laughs> necessarily always. those of uh, one tough mother, but that's my opinion. Get your head out of your butt. Okay, let's continue with this story. Uh, her post included photos of her the burns. She participated in the challenge on April 18th. She urged parents to talk to their children about the damaging results of something known as the deodorant challenge. How about know what your kids are doing? Right. What, what are you doing with aerosols anyway? Roll-ons. Roll-ons with no aluminum, okay? Right. God. Lumi. Lumi uh, all Lumi. natural. That's right. L-U-M-E. Duh. Lumi. Duh. I know. And I even have it. Sorry. Yeah. We I- both use it. I love it. Yes. It's, and, and it stops odor. It doesn't mask it. So come right. on. Come on. Those aerosols out of your house. Those aerosols. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So deodorant challenge, you know, for any of you teenagers out there, make sure your kids are not doing this because this... I'm sorry. I blame the parents. You I know, I, I think about this. Like, what kid is like, hey, dude, let's spray this on your arm for as long as you can stand. Don't, don't open that can of worms, Karen, because a, a lot of kids doing a lot of horrible things. Yeah. You know, so like um, college kids in Syracuse and stuff like that. I mean, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. There's, not to get all serious and take this to another turn, but there's a lot, you know, there's a lot of bad stuff being done. But it also overshadows all the good kids out there. So you good kids, stay, stay good. Stay gold. Stay good. Okay? Yes. Um, yeah. So don't spray aerosol on your arm or anybody else's. Okay. You know, stay in school and, and be good. You yeah, know, don't you do go, drugs. Right. Don't do drugs and volunteer at the old age home. Okay. Next story. And this is Mother's Day week. We went to the experts. Our dear friends at Good Housekeeping. Yeah. The yes. Good Housekeeping peeps hooked us up. Yeah. Here's advice for best gifts for mom this Mother's Day. Here are a few of their 65 plus so perfect gifts for the best mom ever. You graduated from macaroni necklaces long ago. Now prove it. Here are the top 10. Here are 10 of the gifts at Good House, uh, Good Housekeeping Name Bestsellers. You have to go to good. Is it goodhousekeeping.com? Uh-huh. I'm sure you okay. can get it in the magazine tale. Yeah. And they have a list and prices and where to buy them. Number one, gardening gloves and tools. Love it. Love it. My mom would be like, what the F is this? I'd love it. <laughs> you would, not my mom. Um You'll give mom the greatest gift for thumb ever, a pair of floral gardening gloves, new tools, and a metal watering can, twine, and some more sweet accessories. Yeah, not for my mom, but if it's for your mom, it sounds awesome. No, it's for me. All right, for you. Okay, so this is this is actually for you. This is the one tough mother, Mother's Day list. <laughs> That one anyway. Okay. Uh, personalized recipe plate. No. No. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold on, hold on. Mom loves it when you compliment her cooking, so imagine if you gave her a custom plate with her own recipe on it. That's kind of cool. See, I, I would be like, what is this? Okay. Wow. Way to crush the hopes well, and dreams. You, you said the gardening tools were like, ah. So this one to me. No, I said for my mom. Oh, I said it's a good gift for my mom. No. So the recipe plate, not for your mom, but for someone else's mom. Yeah. Okay. Like my friend's mom is made making homemade pizza for like the last 50 years. That'd be kind of cool if she had a plate that had the pizza recipe on it. Oh, okay. Okay. Fine. Let's move on. Conversations with my mother. If both of your lives are crazy packed, this thoughtful book is a perfect opportunity to take a step back and have meaningful conversations with mom. It prompts you with questions you might not have thought to ask, like, who was your first crush? And what did you think uh, What did you think each uh, of your children would grow up to be? I like that. I like that yeah. idea. 
That's a hard pass for me. Okay, let's go number four. <laughs> Amazon. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I just, uh, maybe it's, it's you my want mom. A conversation with your mom? No. no All I'm right. Never All right. Um, hey, mom. How you doing? Can you watch the kids? All right. Uh, Amazon deep cleaning session. What it's is not, that? Is that no, real? It's not a sparkling diamond, but these days mom appreciates a sparkling house so much more. Amazon's crew will come ready to scrub the dirt out of every corner. They even bring their own supplies. And they say like um, Jeff Bezos goes to like one in every like one in every million houses. Jeff Bezos goes to. Are you for real? Have you heard of this before? You don't know that he goes there? I never heard of this. Yeah, but, and Jeff Bezos goes every every millionth house. Dude, I never even knew that. No, I made that part up. Okay. Oh, let's go with, uh, next one. Amazon Fire Tablet. The newest tablet from Amazon offers 12 hours of battery life and an 8-inch HD display so she can read, watch videos, and search the web with ease. Plus, it's compatible with Alexa. I do have an Amazon Fire tablet with the kit for the kids, and it does work pretty well. Okay. It's with the kids, so I'm sure the mom will love it as well. Number six, handwritten bracelet. If anyone can recognize your handwriting, even if it's 2018, it's your mom. Jot down a sweet sentiment or an inside joke or get the kids to scribble something close enough. There I like go. that idea. Yeah, my mom wouldn't like it. No. Um, Long distance pillow. If you and your siblings are scattered across the country, this personalized pillow will remind mom that love is coming from all over. Choose up to eight hearts to add in various locations across the map. Uh, okay. Sounds no, nice. I, I don't think I'd like mm-hmm. that one. No. Okay. Let's move on. We're almost done. Uh, number eight, champagne candle. Candles can feel cliche, but this champagne scented variety looks classy and feels fresh. Or just get her some champagne. Oh, that's number 10. I skipped ahead. All right, number nine. <laughs> Number nine, two-piece spinner luggage set. It's pr- it has a pretty exterior, but what really makes this luggage set shine is this lightweight hard shell and zipper divider that creates two separate packing compartments. Pair with tickets for a weekend getaway and to really like wow that. her. I like that. Yeah, that that would work. Okay. I'm not doing it. All right, number 10, custom wine and champagne. Need something sentimental for picky in-laws? Customize a bottle of wine with a photo of the family. They'll want to keep it and you forever. Oh. And for all of Good Housekeeping's perfect gift list, go to goodhousekeeping.com or get the magazine and give it to mom when you're done. I loved it. All right, and happy happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. One tough mothers. We're, we're <gasps> super excited. I don't, I, I'm getting, don't tell anybody, but I'm going to get mail manager mom her normal. She gets her usual gift certificate to Walmart and a book. And an oil can for her knees. Oh, yeah, for her knee. <laughs> and you, you've picked out nothing yet? No. Dude, you are taking the kids to let them pick out something themselves, right? Oh, Jesus Christ. I know. I hate to call you out, but you have to do it. All right. Take the kids All and right. let them pick. Take them to the dollar store. Let them pick something out for their mommy themselves. Will Seth blow Mother's Day? Tune in next week and we'll find out. <laughs> Anyway, so today's mother says, says, and before we go, I I wanted to say about Rosie Mikado. Rosie was, you're just awesome. We love you. We're super excited about your new show coming up. We can't wait to watch it. Face the Truth. It's coming on on CBS Um, this fall. It's a Dr. Phil and his son, uh, Jay McGraw's, you know, um, their little invention. So we think it's going to be a great, great show. We're very, very proud of you. And everybody make sure that um, you watch it because it's. I think it's going to be awesome. So you ready for Mother Says? We do have one email first now. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. I skipped ahead. We do have huh? one email. Thank you. Let's do it. Dear One Tough Mother, I am a, ju- a junior in high school and I have a problem that is making me sick. I love my best friend's boyfriend. I am so in love with him that I spend a ton of time thinking of ways to break them up. 
My best friend Jess really used to love this guy. They've been together for almost two years. In that time, we always all hung out and Brooke and I got really close. He would always come to me if Jess was upset and mad or unhappy and ask my advice. He'd tell me how much he loves her and that she was his everything. He's very kind, sweet, and extremely into her. But she has been nothing but negative things to say about him. She tells me all the time she's done with him. He's too mushy and that she hates how he clings. She's very interested in an older guy that works at the gym and we, we go to and has this guy helping her with equipment that she doesn't even want to use. What should I do? I don't want to hurt uh, hurt her or Brooks, uh, but she doesn't care. He knows something is up because he called me tonight and asked what's going on with Jess. She's either mean or ignoring him. Should I tell him to uh, stop quietly uh, by the gym just to, just watch? Then he'd see for himself. It is so messed up. She acts like a real bitch. I tell her to let Brooks go, but she said, uh, what's his name? Brooks. His name's Brooks. But she doesn't, uh, says she doesn't want to, uh, to be single for prom. And if this guy doesn't work out, she'll need him. <laughs> I have really lost a lot of feeling for Jess. She's changed. I'd be a perfect girlfriend for Brooks, but don't even know what to do. Help. Let it go. The whole thing? Yeah, I say don't. I say do nothing. Let her screw it up herself. And just, um, well, she could also just be this guy's friend still and just. Oh, like, no, no, you know, absolutely. I'm saying let, let, don't, don't tell him to go to the gym. Don't, don't tell do that. Right. the girl. Yeah. Well, I don't, what was the girlfriend's name? Whatever her name was. Don't and tell her to do anything. Jess, her best friend's Jess. And, um, you know, it sounds like she doesn't really like Jess anymore. And I'm sure it's a combination of the way Jess is acting and plus the fact that she's in love with her boyfriend. So she could probably like kind of work her way out of that friendship at the same time. Right. Slowly. And, um, you know, not, not making a scene or anything, but just kind of like, you know, not spending as much time with her and, uh, just keep in touch with Brooks and like, you know, your juniors by the time, before you know, it, you'll be all going to college or just finishing high school, wherever your plans are after that. And, you know, see what happens from there. But, um, just don't do anything rash. Take your time, you know, keep in touch with him and, and, uh, just, you know, let's see what happens. Right. I, I, that's what I say. I say, don't, yeah, don't do anything. Don't step in the middle. Don't, don't give advice. Don't like go to the gym. Don't, you know, Hey Brooks, go to the gym. Nothing like that. Just let it work its way out because obviously she's going to screw it up herself. And we don't really know how he feels about the other girl too. If he like, you know, likes her or anything, we don't really know. So. Oh, right. Yeah, absolutely. It's hard to tell, but just hang in there, you know, and um, give it a little time. Don't, don't, uh, don't jump the gun. Give it a little time and and maybe you'll have your opportunity. Absolutely. So and if not, wait, and if not, if it doesn't work out, just remember you're young and you'll, there'll be other guys. We promise. Yeah. We, yeah. I I know you hate to hear that. Everybody hates to hear that when you're young, but it's the absolute truth. Yes. So, and you're going to college. There's a whole boatload of guys there. Boatload. Yeah. So today's mother said is, while we try to teach our children all about life, our children teach us what life is all about. That is so true. And again. I'm I'm living that right now. Yeah. Seriously. It's about family and love. So happy Mother's Day, everybody. Treat your mom well. Don't just drop off a gift card or a bunch (sighs) of flowers. Spend some time with your mom. Hey, Karen. Yeah. Happy Mother's Day. Thanks, dude. You got it. Tell tell your beautiful wife Happy Mother's Day and your mom. And we'll see you next week. We got a great show coming next week, too. We're out, everybody. Bye.